Hi, chiropractic colleagues. Vismay here. Thanks for listening. So today I'd like to talk about the difference between management time versus design time. They're two significant things that you'll need to be doing with your business for actually the rest of your life. But the two ways of thinking and the time spent on them are extremely different, right? There's some, these, these two things, there's something you're going to need to do forever. So don't think that you can design and set up your office and just leave it and run off and go and live any relevant life from chiropractic. No, you will be able to tweak it. You will be able to refine it. You will be able to improve your management of people and of clients. But you can't do that without good design time. You can't actually manage your way out of the business. So there's two things that every chiropractic business owner will need to do. The first one is management and the second one is designing it. So let's just touch on management. Management is basically um, just making sure that everything that needs to get done in your business gets done. It's like the continued operation of your business, all the organisational procedures that need to take place that, so that a, simply so that a client can come in, get managed, get um, transactioned, get adjusted and leave the office in a timely way and all the things that happen in between that, right? The thing is you don't have to do all of that but as the business owner, it really is your responsibility to make sure everything gets done. So what I suggest at this point in the process is that you keep doing everything that you've been doing up until now. There's no need to go on a big rampage and change and delegate and um, set up new systems. What I'd like you to do is just continue to do everything you've done, but over time, this will change as we work through the process. This will change very organically. You'll start to become accustomed and a little bit more mature with the way you look at your business as time rolls on. Um, But you won't mature if you don't get into the second thing that you need to do, and that's design time. And I'd go as far to say that design time is equally as important, if not as important or more important than the management of your business because design time is where you really get your leverage. Uh, Design time is the time you spend planning, dreaming and building the systems of your office. It's also a little bit the mental, the emotional investment that you put in to shape your chiropractic office, to shape it in a way that you want to show up in your community. You know, how do you want to show up with your chiropractic business to your community? This is the design time thinking. This is where you think, okay, you need to be sort of like the, the guard or at the door of your business with anything you let in, any systems you let in, any scripting you let in, any advertisements that you let in, this is where the design time is, is paramount. This is where you step back and you get a bird's eye look at your office, almost like a helicopter view, and think, how, how are we as a team, how are we as a chiropractic office showing up and presenting ourselves to the community? The beautiful thing about design is you can always improve it. There's still, I mean, I spend a lot of time designing my office, but there's still many things in it that bother me, many things that I can improve upon. And I tend to do that step for step. Uh, One really great tip I'd like to share with you, and this is something that very few chiropractors do, is simply ask some of your favourite clients, how can they improve? We actually did this quite formally in our office in Holland. I haven't set it up yet here in Singapore because it's so premature. But what we did 
We had a small group of our favourite clients just twice a year they'd come to the office for a glass of wine and we'd have just a chat about how the office is going and we would simply pose this question. If you guys could paint the sky blue in our office, what change, you know, if I just gave you a free reign of any changes you would like to see happen in our chiropractic office, what would they be? And I got some really great design, uh, great ideas from that simple question. So not many chiropractors tend to do that. I'm, I'm not sure why that is so. Maybe we just don't like to show our vulnerability. But that's where you will see the greatest improvements because many of the points that we got nudged towards doing were actually very obvious. And somehow obvious questions and obvious answers and obvious tips are way easier to see in other people than they are in yourself. Just one really simple example is we were selling our book for 10 euros a copy. And one of my clients said, I'd I'd just like to see you start giving the book away. You know, we come here, we want to share your message with with our family and friends, and then you're going to go and charge us 10 euros for a book, you know. And even if one person come once as a referral, that would way more than cover the cost of your book. So we started doing that and it was a great tweak. It was a great idea because some people actually started taking 10 copies away at, for example, Christmas time. Or some people would grab three or four copies for a Dutch friend's birthday and they'd just hand it out at uh, the birthday party. So that was a great source of getting pre-qualified new clients just by giving away a book that we'd been trying to sell for 10 euros a copy. But what even fewer chiropractors do is that they, they, first they don't ask for those obvious improvement points, but then when they do get the feedback, they're very reluctant to change. So humble yourself with that and get some design help from people that come in and pay for your service. They're the ones that see the flaws and see the strong bits and the weaknesses, and that's where you'll get some really great ideas to come from. Um, So design, it's really different to management in that it's sitting down and asking yourself this fundamental question, is my chiropractic business giving me what I want? And there's a couple of questions I'd like to pose to you now. So what, what can I do to make it give me what I want? What things can I change and alter in my chiropractic office to make it give me the life that I'd like to have? How can I adjust the things that are bothering me? So I just mentioned I've got quite a few things that are bothering me here in my office. And rather than seeing the things that are bothering me as as a putting out of fires and just dealing with the next damn problem... Take a step back from all those little fires and problems and think to yourself, how did they surface in the first place? What things was it that caused, for example, a high staff turnover? So rather than, you know, dealing with the high staff turnover and the staff issues, ask yourself this, how can we design the onboarding of the new staff member? How can we design the recruitment of a new staff member? We had one, I mean, we, we employed nine chiropractors over the space of 14 years and one time I got it wrong. I didn't do any due diligence. It was a friend of a friend. I do take full responsibility of it. But essentially what happened, the person came six weeks later, they had 20 new patients a week for those six weeks because we'd had a very long waiting list. But we ended up having to let them go. 
I won't go into the details of it now, but it was a very embarrassing situation for us in a small village of only after six weeks. But what that did for me was rather than putting that fire out only, of course we had to put that fire out and deal with it, it was a lot of stress and a lot of extra time working just to try and salvage the clients that had started care with that chiropractor. But instead of just doing that, I simultaneously thought, how can I design the recruitment process better? So we came up with a beautiful three-month interview process and I take full responsibility. If somebody gets through that filter and it's the relationship still doesn't work out, then I'm the asshole, not, uh, not the chiropractor. Um, and if you've got any weaknesses in your office, here's another great question. How can I make those weaknesses strengths? So some things in your office just have to happen. People just have to get adjusted, for example. There's no way around that. How can I make the adjustment sequence better? How can I make the report of findings better? Just look back at all of your design. How, do, how can I use my welcome book better? How can I design a tool that's used as a welcome booklet so that none of my communication that I stand for within chiropractic, that none of that gets violated? So your design time is the specific and strategic time and kind of like the thought investment you put in to creating a business that you love, to creating actually a chiropractic office that's meaning for you in your, as you show up in your life, you know? So, you know, don't, don't do it this way. Don't think, okay, I've done my chiropractic degree, I'm a chiropractor now, this is what I have to do because the market, the people, the community dictate it this way. Try and reverse engineer that process and you'll find that you'll start collecting people that share your values and can afford to come in for chiropractic care, no issues whatsoever. But don't do it the way that you think, oh, okay, nobody told me I signed up for this when I was studying to be a chiropractor and then think that you need to be a victim of that, right? So set a tie aside time for design It'll be time really well spent. I was in a bookstore the other night with Jyoti and we're, we're looking for some sort of design covers for her new book about sleep. And I came across a Nike branding document, a booklet, and I really liked the title and it had some things off. It was a really simple title with a fluoro green cover and a black letter type and in, in talking marks and in inverted commas it was something's off so just have a look what that little something is in your office that is off and just lock yourself away in a room and just go and design the thing that is off right it's different than management it's not management and just to highlight the difference between design and management you cannot design uh, you cannot manage yourself out of your office but you can design yourself out of it if you don't want to take a break, I love taking big sabbaticals, but if you don't want to, it's so pleasurable, it's so peaceful, it's so graceful to be working in a really well-designed office. And so I just urge you not to undervalue the importance of design time. Uh, it's way easier to build a chiropractic office of your dreams when you invest time in designing it. Uh, my biggest energy for the first two years of our new practice here in Singapore has been spent in fact on design. So I haven't been too concerned about the growth. Once the growth reached a point that it could cover my salary, cover all expenses, cover my retirement savings that I automate, plus 20% on top of that. Once the revenue got to that point, I went, okay, the growth there, the business is sustainable financially. 
There's three months of expenses that can get covered if I got ill. I'm going to just drop back on growth and really design this process. So I spent the first two years very, very intensely designing the perfect six months for my premium clients, you know, for my favourite people that want to come to me, that I love, that they love me, that they can afford chiropractic care. I spent design design time shaping a six-month process. I call it my chiropractic vortex. It's a six-month process that makes sure that every touch point is really well designed, well thought about, has a great frequency and time in between each one of those elements. And that, for me, is going to build a high retention, organized, predictable, rhythmic, congruent uh, chiropractic office. And I know this, why? Because I've designed it that way. I've had a lot of time to think about the design in, in place from just concentrating on the management of our chiropractic business. So this is part one of the difference between management thinking or management time versus design time. If you'd like help with any of this, um, of implementing or accelerating the procedures um, in your vortex, just reach out to me. There's a link above my podcast here where you can send me a personal message or you can book a call at callmychiropracticsweetspot.com. Okay, guys, see you in the next episode where we'll go a little bit deeper into the actual design that I like to employ and deploy. Enjoy your day. Bye.